Good morning, good morning, good morning. And how are you? Are you going to school today? Or are we still not at school? Hmm? <laughs> well, now, um, it is Tuesday. Well, it is Tuesday here, which is in England. Um, I get very, very confused about the time difference because just because it's Tuesday here doesn't mean it's Tuesday all over the rest of the world. Because when it's daytime here, it's nighttime in places like New Zealand because they're at the other side of the world. So um, I have two um two friends in New Zealand Zoe and Emily and it was Emily's birthday the other day now when I said happy birthday to her I said happy birthday I believe the day after her birthday because they're 12 hours ahead of us so her birthday was nearly over when I said happy birthday to her, I don't know. I said, yes, I get very, very confused about the time difference. So if I'm saying happy birthday to you or hello or anything like that, then please, please excuse me if I do it on a different day. I do try not to, <laughs> promise. So I had a lovely email from Zoe and Emily's mummy and she, they, uh, because it was uh, Emily's party or birthday, she had a unicorn party. Oh, I would love a unicorn party for my birthday. Oh, my goodness. So, so lucky. And even more lucky, her mummy made her a unicorn cake. And, and, and sent me a picture of it. So they shared the picture of the cake. Unfortunately, couldn't share the cake with me because it looked amazing. I wish I had somebody to make me unicorn cakes like that. Oh, it was amazing. It really was. So well done to Nadine, who is their mummy, um, because she's so clever to be able to make cakes like that. So, um, yes, I really, really wish that I would somebody in my life could make cakes like that definitely now i have um i have to mention liam because liam is the first person to send me a message about yesterday's riddle now there was or there could be um quite a few answers to it so it's what has um, legs but cannot walk. That was the actual riddle. Now, as I say, you could have had chair because chairs have legs. You could have had a baby even, I suppose, because baby's got legs but can't walk. There are so many different answers to it. But the actual answer that was written down um, in the book was table so 
that's the answer that I am taking is table. So well done, Liam, for actually messaging um, and being the first one to message with the correct answer. I did have a few uh, with different answers and I did have a few with the same answer. But um, like I say, I'm only going to uh, mention the name of the very first person who messages. Now, um, that said, I am actually going to mention these people's names because they are messaging an awful lot to do with riddles and um, they're just not being the first one to uh, to to get the message in. So I'm going to mention their names anyway because they're doing it every day. So bless them. Um, so I've got Leo, Ariana, Binyamin, Sh Shalomo and Hannah. So well done to all of you for your guesses. Um, correct, but... Um, you're not getting there first. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to message you, mention you all anyway. Oh, dear me. So I do have another riddle today. Mm. So it's a little bit of a tricky one. But if you think about it hard enough, then the answer is obvious. Okay. So. You have to give me the answer to this. If you have a bag full of feathers and a bag full of bricks, yeah, and they both weigh a ton, which one will be heaviest? Hmm, which one do you think? Heavy bricks or light feathers? Well, think about it and message me with the answer. <laughs> so, um, which is the heaviest? A ton of bricks or a ton of feathers? Can you hear that noise? That is the squabbling starlings outside my window again. Um, fighting over food that have been put out there. Honestly... So I do apologise for the noise and I do apologise for the fact that, um, yeah, they're, they're trying to drown my voice out, I think. <laughs> so, um, as I said, I went to a craft fair yesterday and I did very, very well. So thank you to all the people that wished me luck um, because I did do very well and I did sell quite a lot of stuff. So um, my next one is at Christmas or just before Christmas. So I've got to get knitting and uh, get all my, um, get more things all done. So I have a message from a little boy called Tiberius who um, messaged me a little while ago and asked for um, the elves and the shoemaker. And I did read that. So he messaged me and thanked me for that and said that he likes the faraway tree stories. And his brother, uh, Theses, um, said... He messaged me as well um, and he said, could um, he have a fun fact about, about books? So, here is a fun fact about books 
for theses and for everybody else. If you read or if you read 20 minutes, just 20 minutes worth of reading for a day, okay, you would have read 1.8 million words in a year. You would literally be a human dictionary. All it would take would be 20 minutes worth of reading every day. That's not a lot, is it? Imagine how many words I've read um, this year, <laughs> this year alone, um, with all the stories that I've read. <laughs> oh my goodness me. Um, I think I might have read more than 1.8 million words, don't you? <sighs> so there's your fun fact about word or about books, sorry. Um, right, so which story shall we go for today? Mm? What do you think? Shall we? I think we'll carry on. In fact, I know what we'll do. We will go The Boy Who Grew Dragons. <gasps> yes. And what chapter are we on? We are on chapter six. And can you remember where we got up to? Can you? It's when he found the dragon inside the egg and then the cat had a go at the dragon. <gasps> Chased him all around the room. <laughs> so... Chapter six is called Banana Blobblob. Sounds good, doesn't it? So here goes. When I woke up next morning, the first thing I did was swing my head over the edge of the bed and look underneath. And there he was, my dragon. Curled up in the shoebox nest I'd fashioned for him, the loo roll expertly shredded into a cosy bed. His bright eyes were fixed on mine, his shimmering red body glowing like a hot ember. Yep, I had a dragon. I didn't need a groomable guinea pig or a dog who would dance or even a camouflaged lionfish. Nope. I had a dragon. Ha, ha, ha. Beat that, Liam. And okay, I admit he was small. Well, you might even say titchy. Something I knew all about being the smallest in my class. But it didn't seem to be bothering him. Oh, maybe if I glowed like that and I could fly, it wouldn't bother me much either. I wondered how fast he'd grow and suddenly thought of Lolly. <gasps> She'd be a bite-sized snack for a growing dragon. As if to reassure me, the little dragon hopped towards my cheese plant. Oh, it's not actually made of cheese, though how cool would that? for late night snacks and started tearing chunks off of it 
Phew, I laughed. Well, at least that's one thing I know now. You eat plants. Mm, let's just hope I can fill you up with enough of those. The only question really was how was I going to keep him? Because I was pretty sure a dragon was not on Mum's list of ideal house guests. In fact, although my mum and dad put up with quite a lot, uh, looking at the devastation in my room, I thought even they'd object to this. I'd already had to hide dad's old Batman comic. Well, the sad charred remains of it. And seven of my socks singed to smithereens after I'd used them as mittens to put out sparks. Oh, and then, of course, there was the huge hole in Mum's best towel. Oh, and the endless ticking time bomb poo grenades that lurked here, there and everywhere. You see, apart from smelling like rotten fish wrapped in stinky cheese with sprinklings of burnt toast, dried out dragon poo is highly combustible, which means that it can explode without warning. Something I had found out at about mm, four o'clock in the morning. Let's just say that once you've woken up to find your bed splattered with detonated dragon droppings, you get really particular about cleaning them up and keeping a close eye on where they land. At breakfast, I sat next to Lolly with my dragon tucked away in my hoodie pocket. I could hear Mum and Dad upstairs both reeling out their list of to-dos. It was beginning to sound like a competition of whose list was longest. I just hoped none of those to-dos ended up coming my way. Now, Lolly may only be little, but she's not daft. She sees stuff. If I've got a sweet in my mouth, even if I'm not chewing, she still knows. And her hand goes out quick as a flash, demanding one too. So when I absent-mindedly kept fiddling with my pocket, she thought I had some sweets hidden in there, I think. She leaned over and pulled at my hoodie, stretching the pocket open. She gabbled. Before I could stop him, the dragon saw his chance for freedom and shot out. Oh, but in his excitement, he managed to sneeze and poo at the same time, shooting out fiery sparks from one end that scorched Lolly's toast and leaving a squelching mess from the other end all over my cornflakes. Alarmed by Lolly's shrieks of delight, he soared up to the ceiling light, dropping more well-timed poo bombs along the way. One of them perfectly met the sole of Dad's shoe as he strode into the kitchen. If my dad had picked up any tips at our one and only ice skating lesson, he might have been fine. 
And if the table hadn't been there, he might have slid smoothly through and out the back door. But as it happened, he sort of folded over it like a crocodile's mouth shutting and landed with his face in Lolly's plate of mashed banana. <laughs> At least Lolly thought it was funny. I quickly opened my pocket and the dragon zipped back in out of sight. Just in time too, as mum came running in to see what all the noise was about. Oh, what an earth is going on now she groaned seeing the mess now the good thing about lolly is that because she can't talk much yet you can blame quite a lot on her and the best bit is she finds everything so funny she doesn't even mind and get a mum and dad don't get cross with her because she's only little well, Lollybob was painting another banana picture and this pigeon flew in and ate it, I said. Lolly flapped her arms, launching another blob of banana that delicately splatted on Dad's nose and made her squeal with delight again. <sighs> Mum raised her eyes and sighed. Lolly giggled and stuck her two thumbs up, both covered in banana. Lolly blobblob, I said, laughing. She wiggled her bananary fingers about like little puppets, which was pretty hysterical, and even Mum couldn't help smiling. I told you, we stick together, me and Lolly. Anyway, while Mum acted like a hyperactive octopus, mopping up Dad, the floor, and Lolly, I was able to escape, which was just as well because I needed to get back to Grandad's garden fast. Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen in Grandad's garden. And I wonder what Grandad's going to say about the dragon and the dragon-producing dragon fruit. Mm. Well now, all sounds very, very good. And imagine your dad coming in, slipping on a piece of banana or possibly a piece of banana or squelchy dragon poo and skating across the floor and collapsing face first on the table into a plate of mashed banana. <laughs> would you laugh or would you think, oh, I shouldn't laugh? <laughs> So, anyway, 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 um, I hope you enjoyed that story and who knows what we'll have tomorrow. We have so many to choose from now. <laughs> anyway, you let me know which one you would prefer and the first person to ask for whichever one they want, that's the one we'll read. So, um, if you're going to school today have an amazing day if it's your first day at your new school um, or in your new class then make sure you smash it okay 
and I am going to go to work and I'm going to smash it too. <laughs> and I will see you all tomorrow. Okay, so you have an amazing day, but make sure that you take care and make sure you stay safe. See you all again tomorrow. Uh, bye for now.